everybody, it's Nick here, um, recording a little bit of an intro here before the show. We had a little bit of a technical problem recording the episode. Uh, you're going to hear some parts where it seems to be skipping ahead uh, without you hitting fast forward. Don't worry that it's not your device that's accidentally fast forwarding. That's just how the recording was. Apparently, sometimes if you record a podcast while driving, things happen and you don't even know about it. So I um, hope that doesn't affect your enjoying ex- and listening experience while you're listening to our podcast, but basically I just wanted to sum up the parts that were fast forward. First off, we, uh, my part was about how this movie, the overall theme, moral theme is about how money can sometimes change friendships. And this friendship kind of wasn't really what it was thought to be because of money and greed and that kind of thing. Whereas Boyle, and I, I agreed with him on this one, he thought the moral of the movie was kind of like gambling, like knowing when enough is enough and, stuff like that. So, I mean, Miles Teller is put in these situations where he could have played it safe and just went away and just been happy with what he had or push it and went for more. And that was interesting. And another part we were talking about the wife of uh, Miles Teller and we didn't really get too much of a backstory on her at all, like where they met, like where she, I guess I know, understand that wasn't really relevant to the movie at all. And I don't really blame the filmmakers for not putting it in there, but we were just wondering how Ana de Armas um, the, I'm looking her up right now. She's a Cuban actress. She's from Cuba. Uh, what is she doing with, uh, <laughs> Miles Teller, who's a massage therapist? Um, she is way too good looking for him or so we thought, I don't know. Anyway, listen to the podcast and, uh, thanks for listening. All right. Bye. Hello everybody. Welcome to the Boyle and Rojas podcast episode six. We just saw war dogs. Nick Boyle. How you doing? Take over the microphone. All right, you take over the wheel. Let's do this. Right. Another week. Another I'm doing week. well. It's been a great, great day. We started off earlier than normal today with a 1 o'clock showing. Yep. Um, let's see. I, I didn't eat breakfast. Uh, no, I'm kidding. Yeah, War Dogs. We liked it. We've been look Well, here's the thing. Boyle and I, again, we've been seeing movies for years now, so well before this podcast, obviously, and well before uh, Movie Pass. So I remember Boyle shared the trailer on my Facebook wall uh, months ago, and, and he was like, "Dude, like this movie's for us." Like it was right up our alley, and and yeah, like th- boy, you were excited about this for a long time. I really was. Um, just two great actors, Jonah Hill. Obviously, I've loved for years, and relate to him with humor and just his mannerisms, especially in this movie. My God. But peak Jonah Hill in this movie. Yeah, peak Jonah Hill. He just comes in knowing he's the boss, acts like the boss man. Uh, he's got a he's got a great few scenes right in the beginning that just you know you see him and you're you just smile like you just start laughing because you're like classic Jonah Hill. He's he put on weight for his role. I really acknowledge him as an actor. He keeps putting on weight taking weight off for all these different roles that he keeps doing in multiple movies. He's skinnier now, too. and yeah. uh, But this movie, like, you're not supposed to be rooting for Jonah Hill in this movie, and you can kind of tell that from the beginning, from the scene where he's trying to buy weed from some guy, and the guy stiff him, so he pulls, like, a machine gun out of the back of his truck of his car and uh, just shoots it off into the air in a neighborhood. So he's not a guy you root for in this movie. Miles Teller, he's, like, the moral compass of the movie. He's someone you do are you are maybe mm-hmm. supposed to root for and who... You're kind of seeing the movie through. Yeah, and Miles Teller has come a long way as well. He's been in a lot of movies recently. Coming out over the next couple of years, he's coming to be way more, like I said, he's going to be the actor of our generation. <laughs> Bigger, Big for the rest of our lives, dude. <laughs> 
Which is a great line, Boyle. I love that. Changing lives. Changing lives. Yeah. But his character also, um, I mean, I don't, we say characters, but you have to keep in mind when you go to see this movie, this is based on a true story. Uh, doesn't mean it is the true story, but most of the events are, um, are, well, they are based on true, but it's actually said most of the events and things you see are actually fictional. Some, some of the things are like kind of like, if there's like two different people that did a job in this movie, it'd be one person or... Uh, some events maybe didn't take place, but something like it took place. I don't know about you, Boyle, but I always had like a feeling about like how defense contracts worked and like our, we learned a lot about how yeah. the military gets weapons in this movie. I was gonna say I didn't realize how much money went into the gun. Like you always hear the money goes in billions of dollars here, millions of dollars here, but they actually broke down in the first in the opening scene how much it costs for like one soldier to 17, like seventeen thousand five hundred. Yeah. yeah, unreal. Yeah. That's a lot of money. Then he said, now multiply that by the first... Uh, um, which war did he use? I don't remember. Uh, it might have been like the Iraq war, like at the beginning when they, when they launched people in there. Yep. Yeah, and it was like, now multiply that times like the 30,000 troops they sent or something. And it's just like, it adds up. And and Miles Teller was like, and that's the business I work for or something. But oh, remember, I mean, one scene that like Boyle and I like had our mouths open... Uh, and by the way, we don't have a Boyle screaming moment of the movie, which is such a disappointment. I know. It really was. But, I mean, there were just a few times I laughed a little bit louder than other people. Yeah. But for the most part, nothing was crazy enough to make me gasp no, you did or say, shout. You did say something that I'm not going to put on the podcast because it's extremely inappropriate, but I'll tell you all. <laughs> it, it was pretty funny. But um, the scene that sticks out to me for, for in terms of the money thing was all the money they seized from Saddam Hussein, the billions yeah. of dollars. The pile of, not even a pile, it's not a pile. A pile would be underselling it, the warehouse of money. Yeah. Unreal. The, or the, my favorite was when they, when they were like, oh, Bradley Cooper, he was a guest star in this movie. <laughs> guest star. Uh, guest star. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. but his, oh my God, he was so funny. His quote was, oh no, not him, but Jonah Hill said, oh yeah, he's the guy who, when they hung Saddam Hussein, He's the one who's provided the rope. <laughs> I don't know. That made me laugh out loud. That was one of my moments where no one else on the theater laughed. It's on a terror watch list. Like, I'm pretty sure if you bring scissors on a plane, you end up on that list. It's like, <laughs> eh, I think he brought more than scissors on a plane. So, yeah. So, well, we wanted to talk about certain things about this movie because we had lunch after we, we watched this. So, one thing, you and I both had, like, our different things on. It's like gambling. When you start winning money and you're like, yes, I'm up there. I always a movie. Cool. Yeah, so basically, like, quote would come up, a line, like, uh, just black green. So, led into the scenes perfectly, like, and I haven't seen that in a movie before. I actually really enjoyed that, and when I was watching it, I finally looked over at reading a chapbook, and I thought that was a cool aspect I haven't seen in cinematography yet. Yeah, you know, I think some people, it, it that might bother some people because they might think, like, they're force-feeding the story to us like this, but we have to remember, like, well, I said it's on a Rolling Stone article. Sometimes articles are like a block letters. These kind of magazine article like come to life. So I liked it. Want that in every movie? No, yeah. but it it was good to see that. And then another thing we wanted to point out: the wife, she was with Miles Teller when he was like broke and like trying to sell bed sheets. So you knew that she was like, you know, she with she loved him for who he was, which I, we are calling BS on. She was way, <laughs> too, way she was way too good looking for a massage therapist. Are you, were you, would you agree? Yeah, it was just, I just thought the matchup was weird. I mean, I think, if we're going deep into this, everyone has their love out there and whatever, but. 
<laughs> but like, it didn't even look like pair together. It, it, I thought it threw the move off. What? Yeah, she yeah, her act. I don't know where it's from. Like, what, what would she be? And they don't talk about her job. They, they don't include. She was kind of like facial expression. They were good acting thing. And <laughs> which scenes? <laughs> which scene? I don't know. Remember when? Remember when he comes to his? <laughs> so thought that was interesting. But do you have anything to add, or you want to get to rating the movie? I think we're good. I mean, overall, great movie. They did a great job. And the fact that it's just over an article, like we said, I mean, I'm dying to read that article for yeah. sure. I want to read it. So very, like, great summer movie and a movie in a summer that hasn't had good summer movies. I'd give this one a 7 out of 10. 7 out of 10? Yeah. I was going to go, like, 7.5. Yeah. For sure. Because it... it it still lived up to the um, expectations I was looking for out we of it, We weren't expecting, like, an Oscar movie. No, but we were expecting... Solid amount of entertainment, action, drama. Like it, it had all the components of a solid movie that they, I think, that they were going for. Yeah. And the, one of the one scenes that I also thought was hilarious that we didn't mention, and I think we'll go into it more after this. But they were sitting and discussing a deal with one of the guys, and they realized how cheap this guy was actually like gonna pay, make them pay, and they were super excited about it. So they whispered to each other. They're like. All right, try to act cool and try to act like we're talking about pretend something. We're talking pretend serious. we're talking serious. And we, like, Nick and I just died laughing. That's something you and I oh, would do for sure. Like, so, where, yeah. where are we having dinner tonight? Oh, and, yeah, they're like, where are we having dinner tonight? Yeah. Oh, what do you think was, What do you think we should eat? Because like, it makes fun of, like, that whole movie thing where it's like, we need to talk in private thing. And it's like, in movies, it's like, but in this one, you actually hear them like, all right, we're going to pretend to talk serious. Yeah, yeah. it was. That was very funny. That so. was good. Seven and a half out of ten. So seven and a half out of ten. Yep. All right. So did you see any other movies this week? We have Twitter questions coming up at the end too. So. Um, no, not that I can think of. Oh, you know what I did see? Um, Seth, uh, Seth MacFarlane's movie, The Wild a West. A million one. ways to die in the West. Yeah, I've seen it before. Oh, and I watched and I watched the movie theater last week. Actually, I watched oh, really? that. And uh, very, it was good. It was funny. Yeah, there's some funny jokes. Some in funny that. jokes. You, I mean, you understand why it didn't get that good of a rating? Yeah, I mean, it could have been. Could have been better, but I think he did what he did with what he had. Mm. 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 Yeah, I I agree. Like I laughed at a lot of the yeah. jokes. Yeah, there's movie. a lot of funny moments, but then it's like some of the jokes are trying too hard. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Yeah, and like it seemed like there were parts of it that made it seem like it was cheaply made. Yeah, totally. Like, it didn't seem like it, like the every, block of ice scene where it just falls and kills the guy. Yeah, and it's like, like haha. Yeah. But because he like over exaggerated, like you didn't even see it coming. I was like. I just saw it coming. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the title of the movie is A Million Ways to Die in the West. That's true. And it just, yeah. I mean, yeah. I I liked the movie for, like, some of the jokes, but I've only seen it once in a while. And I, and I think that's the it. thing. It's, it's a yeah. it's a one-timer. Yeah. One-timer. Um, I saw Anthropoid this week. New movie. Like, I just want to go over it quickly. Yeah. Like, it talks about um, two Czechoslovakian parachutists and a part of this larger parachutist group during World War II. They, they land back in Czechoslovakia to try to kill the third in command in Nazi Germany. It's 1941, 1942. Um, so they're, 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 they're going to try to assassinate this guy. And, um, you know, it's a historical thing. So they're, they're out to assassinate this guy. Um, and then it deals with the ramifications of when people find out who they are. And this movie was okay. And for the most, the first hour and 20 minutes, it's a two-hour movie. For the first hour and 20 minutes, you're like, it's okay. Then, like... The assassination scene, like, I felt myself getting tense and nervous. I'm like, yeah, that's a sign of, like, a, a decent movie. Like, it's making me feel things. And then the last 30 to 40 minutes or so that takes place in this church, is, I mean, this all happened, um, where they're trying to defend themselves within the church from the Nazis that are surrounding the church, is 
is really good scene, like really, really good, good war movie. Um, the thing is, though, it's a Czechoslovakian story made by a lot of Czechoslovakian people. It stars Jamie Dornan and Killian Murphy, who are, you know, uh, Killian Murphy's an Irish actor. He's good. So this isn't going to connect with a lot of people. It's it's a story I never heard before, really, unless you're like a World War II kind of buff. So cool interesting movie like I wouldn't go rush out and go see it I wouldn't even suggest like unless you like historical World War 2 movies like mm -hmm. if you like those kind of movies it's an interesting movie and the last 40 minutes you know that are going to stick with me for quite a bit so um, that was that and then we have a Twitter question, Twitter question Boyle yeah so we wanted to start answering questions so we tweeted out saying we had just Boyle 92 on Twitter for <laughs> Nick Boyle and then me I'm Rojo36 R-O-J-O 36 so read it perfect so our question was from should we say the name? Yeah, Gavin Cody. Yep, Gavin Cody. So he said, after having time to come to your senses, do you think Sausage Party was good? I'm offended that you would even ask that, Gavin. Yeah. Yes. You I know what? Twice for go, a reason. Go dig a hole, go in the hole, <laughs> and watch this movie again because it was that good. I don't un – there have been – you know what? He's not the only one. Greg, who's in that tweet too, who didn't Lou. like it. <laughs> A lot of people, not a lot of people, like I've listened, I've heard four or five people, like a podcast I listen to, and then other people just say like they didn't like this movie. They thought it was just meh, and I I don't understand that. Like I I don't know what people were expecting. I was expecting silly humor because it's a movie about talking food yeah. that are swearing, and it was exactly what I wanted. What, what do you think's gonna happen? Honestly, like if you thought it was gonna be some love story, some like great fantastic like nothing gonna, bad happened like, I, think I heard one podcast said like some people said like this is going to be like they went in expecting this is going to be a comedy that defines the next 10 years 20 years. i'm like what, what? like i just it's no. animated food talk and, it and was you know funny. who and think about who created the movie yes. like seth rogan is a vulgar f like yeah. excuse my language i'm gonna have to edit we'll that, that one <laughs> he's a vulgar man <laughs> and i mean he just wants to honestly like that's his type of humor. That's how he portrays everything. Like him, yeah. all the boys he works with, Jonah. I'm going to keep referencing Jonah because I know that it's bothering some people, like Greg. I think you guys like Jonah Hill a little too much. Good luck coming back from that one, guys. So, Greg, Jonah Hill, Jonah Hill, Jonah Hill, Jonah Hill. Jonah Hill. I like this new one oh, we Kenny, just came oh, in. Oh, wow. Kenny, wow, Kenny wow, this actually just came in live. Kenny Chapman, my roommate from uh, senior year of college. Yep. Who's going to bring in more box office money in their entire acting career, Seth or Jonah? That's a great question. Yeah. Um, Think about it. Jonah Hill has been in Moneyball, uh, Wolf of Wall Street, mm -hmm. um, Django Unchained. You have to give it to Jonah. He's been in like some bigger named films. Yes, with some big actors and directors. Seth has produced more and been around more. Seth was in like, first of all, Freaks and Geeks started him off. Yeah. And then you go into Knocked Up. Knocked Up, 40-Year-Old Virgin. Like, yeah. he's... In but the, those are R-rated movies that don't bring in like the piles of money that the critically acclaimed R-rated dramas that's do. That's true too, actually. That's true. So, but, oof. That's why it's hard. It Honestly, hard Kenny, I think the way comedic actors the way they go is they have like 10 to 20 years to make their movies before people move on to the next comedic guy so i'd say we're we're about to enter decade number two of seth rogan yep. movies and stuff like that and they're gonna i think they're gonna be really good he has a good I track record jonah hill is more think about it. he can be in like a, be, this is the end but he can also be in a war dogs he can be in a money ball yep. a wolf wall street i think jonah hill has more potential for a longer career whereas seth rogan is more of like a Maybe like a, a Mel Brooks like funny guy. Well, Mel Brooks had an interesting like dramatic producer. All right, I'm gonna say John Hill. I'll just say John Hill. Okay. Act, act, if we're basing this on acting, 
I think Jonah Hill is going to bring See, in more See, the only thing films. that I would f- factor in, though, too, is that Seth Rogen also produces and directs a lot of these movies that mm-hmm. he's yes. been creating. He so that's going to factor in, and I want it to be Seth, I guess I would say, yeah. but I think logistically what you were saying is I actually think that Jonah will probably mm-hmm. make more. if he Because he'll probably continue, and like you said, he can go back and forth, but I can't see being... Like Seth Rogen, was, the most he could do is a dark comedy. Like yes. he, you wouldn't Remember see him. Report? Yes, and we didn't like that. We saw that together yeah. in high school. We we're like, well, we never really like that. About that. But like yeah. besides that, I just tell me what was yeah. the last Jonah Hill movie that came out that you were like, don't want to see it or didn't think it was that good. I don't know. What's up, Jake Schwartz? So we're, we're recording a podcast right now. You want to say hi real quick? Let's say hi to the cameo, Jake Schwartz. Cameo. What What's the last movie you saw in theaters? No idea. I just saw Ex Machina. That was really good. It was good, wasn't it? Yeah, it was really good. Uh, yeah. Any movies coming out soon that you want to see? We just saw War Dogs. Oh, shit. that was War Dogs. We liked it. We gave. I gave it a seven out of ten. You gave it a seven and a half. Yeah, I got no idea what movies I want to see. Hey man. Respect to you. <laughs> yeah. Good luck I'll, with I'll the be seeing you around, dude. Yeah, good to see you. Good to see, see you. Jake. All right. This may be our best episode. <laughs> best one yet. Best um, man in the biz. What, what was the last Jonah Hill movie you saw that you didn't like? I I was speechless. I I don't know. I can't think of it. Seth Rogen, like, the interview I still haven't seen. Oh, my, I don't understand. All right, you that's your homework for the week because the interview was a great movie, and that, that actually has a lot of controversy with it. Yeah. A lot of people um, did not like it, and a lot of people did like it. So I'm very interested to see, now that you say that. All right, so before you, you find the, la- the Jonah Hill movie, you're about to look up Jonah Hill movies. 21 Jump Street, 22 Jump Street. So like, good. So before that, we're going to say Super next week's bad. episode, we're probably going to see Don't Breathe. What is it? Yeah, Don't Breathe. It's right. a horror movie based upon basically, um, I forgot why they end up in the situation they end up in, but they tried to break into some blind man's uh, house in order to steal money from him, mm-hmm. and he ends up realizing um, that there's people in the house, and once he does that, boom, it's over. They're basically like locked in his house. The guy's a psycho, and he like mm-hmm. haunts them, hunts them down, and haunts them inside of the house, and they're trying to fight for their life. The craziest part. Is there's one oh, you're giving, scene? Are you the whole synopsis? Jeez. Yeah. All right, we're going to see the movie next week. <laughs> All right, Boyle and I are about to hit a rough patch in movies where we're just going to wait for September. We're going to see a movie every week, but, like, there's not going to be much until, like, September in terms of quality stuff. All right, so let, go to go to the bottom here okay. of his most recent stuff, and let's see. I've seen – literally seen War Dog Sausage Party. Hale sees this year. True Story I didn't see. I've never heard that. Jump, 22 Jump Street. The Lego Movie, Wolf of Wall Street, This is the End, Django Unchained, The Watch. I didn't see The Watch. That'd that was the, funny. That's the last movie that I could say I saw him being in and I didn't see it. The Sitter. I loved The Sitter. I loved 21 Jump Street. Moneyball. Moneyball was good. Get Into the Greek. Get, get Into the uh, Greek was hilarious. I didn't see Cyrus. That was more that. of his artistic funny movies. People. Funny People. I forgot about that. We saw that. I saw that in theaters. Mitchell Lying, I remember. Forgetting Sarah Marshall. He's great in that. Important Here's a Who. I mean, we're skipping over some kids' movies, but that's yeah. fine. Walk Hard, I never saw. Superbad. Superbad's a classic. We're almost at 10 years of Superbad. Think about that, Boyle. That's wild. Insane. That was one of, like, the movies that started that, like, whole... I would, no, him, I like, Jonah. Like, I feel like started Jonah, almost. Yeah, I mean, well, accepted, I remember him being in, but it wasn't until Superbad that, that was like, this dude's funny. dog guy, dude. That was Ask so me about my wiener. Think about this, Boyle. We'll end on this. The Ask Me About My Wiener guy yeah. ended up being nominated for two Oscar awards. Like, think about that. That's cr- that's film. That is Hollywood right that's there. That's Hollywood. Man. You can be the Ask Me About My Wiener guy <laughs> in a Justin Long, terrible but funny 2006, like, movie. There's not one that's bad forget- movie on here. Grandma's Boy Accepted Click, 40-Year-Old Virgin. Like, he's... Yeah. 
like he, he has a great track record. So we're, our, my answer is going to be Jonah Hill. Jonah Hill. Uh, but yeah, Boyle, got anything else before the podcast is over? What are, where are we at right now for time? We're 17 minutes. All right. So we're doing eight. Well, it's 18 minutes. So we're about to wrap up. Any final messages? I think we're good. Just looking forward to next week and go get your movie pass. Send us some tweets. Yep. Follow us on Twitter, oboyle92, at rojo36. We'll answer questions. You can tweet us throughout the week. Um, and that's it. Bye bye, everybody.